This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, welcome in. It's the Arrowhead Attic Chiefs post-game show. Unfortunately, no victory party tonight as the Kansas City Chiefs fell to the Buffalo Bills uh, by a score of 24-20. to 20 with, uh, And the game ended on a Patrick Mahomes interception. So, Verderam, uh, first of all, let's welcome everybody. Uh, everybody out in the, uh, the chat, if you could do us a favor and hit that uh, like button. Let's get some more Chiefs fans in here. Hell, let's get some Bills fans in here. Let them have their, let them have their flowers. Um, and this uh, this podcast is brought to you by the Kansas City Beer Company. I know I needed this one after that game. Uh, shout them out on Twitter, at Casey Beer Co. Let them know you heard about their beer on our podcast, and they might give us more money. Okay, um, Verderam, rough loss for the Chiefs. Close game. What's your initial take here? They'll be fine. They'll be fine. And when they play them again, they got a great shot to beat them. I, I know it's frustrating. The Chiefs were without Gay, McDuffie, say whatever you want about them, Fenton. They were without Cook. I mean, they were without half their defense and held them to 24 points. Like, now look, there's, there's criticism to be had defensively. Okay, they gave up a lot of yardage. The, the drive before halftime cannot happen, ever. I don't care who's on the field. Like, that just cannot happen. I don't blame them for the drive into the, the game. I wish they would have been more aggressive, but it felt inevitable. Look, to me, and, and, and listen, it's also going to be the, the Bills. I saw Mighty saying the Bills had their absences. Bro, they're missing White, who's a great player. They're not the same as else. I mean, Hyde's out for the year. I'm not including guys who are out for the season. You know, look, I thought it was a really good game. I thought it came down to some sloppiness by both teams in the red zone. I thought the offensive line was excellent for the most part. Mahomes held on to the ball forever at times. They, they couldn't get open. That's a problem they they got to find a way to fix. Schmidt-Schuster and Kelsey had great games. Scaling did nothing. You know, Hardman had an okay game. 42 yards was touchdown, not bad. Got to do more than that. But I didn't think it was a disaster. I thought... I thought, though, I, I've got to say, and I've felt this way for a long time, they, they're, they're coaches. The, the Chiefs coach is a train wreck sometimes. He just is. Like, I, I know people are going to sit there and blame Mahomes because he threw a pick at the end. That's fine. Like, it was a horrible throw. They should have had 40 more seconds on the clock. Like, I, don't, I just don't know what he's doing. The Bills run the ball first down and lose two yards. It's second and 12 to 14. It's like a minute and 48 or something to go in the game. Call a fucking timeout. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, if you call timeout, they'll say it's a buck 45. Second and 12. Okay, 
if they score a touchdown, you now have pretty much double the time that you had because you didn't call a timeout. I swear to God, he's just ignorant sometimes. Like, it's there's just ignorance on the sideline. Like, I, what are you doing? Like, it's one thing you, you know, listen, you design a play, it doesn't work, that happens. Other teams are out there trying to win too. There were spots in that game where you're just, your mind is blown at the way he operates. It's just stupid stuff. So, all that said, like, I think they're fine. I think they're going to win 12 or 13 games. They're probably going to have to go to Buffalo. They're probably going to have to play in the wild card round. And you know what? Fine. Like, they can go up there and win. So, I, I thought it was a really good game between two great teams. And the Chiefs just, they, they, they had the ball up 20 to 17. They could have won the game. And they went three and out. That, to me, is the drive that, that really hurts. Yeah, it was tough. Um, you know, the, 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 the timeout thing, I was thinking the same thing. There was still plenty of time on the clock at the end, although they could have, you know, they, they were in a weird spot. They could have gotten a first down and then still run out all of the clock. But you, the thing that I feel like Andy just needs to get into his head is that you can't get the time back. You can't get it back. He's never getting into his head. He's, he's too stubborn and he's too ignorant. He just is. I, he is a great schemer and he's a great play caller most of the time. He is loved by his team. There's a reason that Andy Reid will be a Hall of Fame coach, and he should be. He is not a great coach on Sundays. He's not. There are far too many games where they just do dumb shit, and it costs some points, and it costs some yards, and it costs some time, and a lot of weeks they get away with it because they're just so much better than whoever they're playing. Now, listen, the Bills aren't without flaw here either, okay? The Bills had a horrible turnover in the red zone. The Bills went for it on fourth down in the red zone, didn't get it. Okay, guy slips. It's a, it's a hard catch maybe, but he, he would have had a chance he doesn't slip. The Bills aren't without fault. Like the, the Bills made their own mistakes in the game, okay? But with Andy, it's just so many times, like, man, this is not that hard. Like I, The timeout stuff, like I could never call a game. I, I would be ridiculously lost. I basically tell Patrick Mahomes calls on game, okay? This timeout stuff, I mean, this is, this is fourth grade math. Like, how are you this dumb at, with this stuff? This, I mean, and I, I hate to say like it's like a personal insult, but it, it's it's true. It's dumb. I mean, that's not even like, well, you're damned if you do damned if you don't. That's like call the fucking time out and save 40 seconds. And maybe Mahomes throws that ball away there. Maybe he doesn't feel his pressure to get down the field, but they've got 50 seconds because they just let 40, 45 seconds click off the clock. You know, and by the way, they ran the ball halfway decent today, but they don't run the ball. He just refuses to run the football. So you end up in these games where like the Bills can just tee off. I, I think there's a lot of credit to be given to Buffalo, but I also think there's a lot of blame to be put on Andy for things that are just so unbelievably controllable. And it doesn't matter. It never change. As Adam Best joins us, I, I, I got to say, man, like for me, this game is on Mahomes. It's, it's on Mahomes in a bunch okay. of different areas. Look, man, he threw two interceptions. One of them was in the end zone. I know I said in the halftime show I didn't have as much. I didn't have a huge problem with it. He still threw a pick. He was careless with the football, and then he had the ball at the end of the game with a chance to win it and threw another really bad interception. That's his job. He's Patrick Mahomes. He's supposed to drive the team down there and win the game. Josh Allen outplayed him in the fourth quarter. Josh yeah. Allen had the ball with an opportunity to win the game. He did, and I and, and the drive that a lot of people won't talk about will be the three and out. I agree. Happened before That's the whole game. Yeah. Terrible play calling there. Yeah, you're, you're talking about the one where we threw two passes to running backs when we were shredding their secondary. Yeah, yeah. I, I it was that, that last one, and then he had that weird scramble where, like, if he had just taken off, he might have gotten the first down, but he, he was doing that thing where he was trying to – he thought he was behind the, 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 the line, but he was two yards past it. And then when he yeah. finally took off, they were able to catch up to him. Um, there were other things, like – I will say the running back situation, get, just give Isaiah Pacheco the fucking ball. Like, the, you're going up against Matt Milano. I agree. The, the yeah. guy's an absolute beast. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is not fast. 
He should be your relief back. When they were run, and, and it's not just that, like, I think Pacheco should get the ball. It's the plays that they're running with McKinnon and Edwards O'Leary. They're running stretch plays and sweeps to the outside with those guys against Matt Milano. When you've got a guy who ran the 4 3 40 sitting over there on the bench, like, what are you doing? Clyde Edwards O'Leary is never going to get the edge against a guy like that. He's just not fast enough. So, what are you doing? Like, I, I'm all for a committee, fine. Give Pacheco the ball. You drafted this guy. You're talking to every every reporter that'll that'll listen to you. You know, they're all like, oh, yeah, I'm getting wink winks from the Chiefs coaching staff about how this is Isaiah Pacheco guy. They think he can be a star. Well, fucking use him. Put him on the field. Randall. When the Chiefs traded Tyreek Hill and the Bills signed Von Miller, you had to think there might be repercussions from from those those two kind of divergent moves. And it just felt like down the stretch that they had a little bit more firepower. We, our, our receivers couldn't get open. Our tackles couldn't block. Andrew Wiley was a liability out there. And really Vaughn Miller, I felt like was the difference. Sure. Patrick Mahomes has to take accountability for both of those interceptions, but Vaughn Miller was disruptive on one and MVS had a chance. You're six, four, dude, you're six, four going up against a smaller guy. That's a 50, 50 ball. You should come down with it. So I put a little bit of blame on multiple people for those turnovers, but yeah, if you're the best player in the world, you can't do that, especially in the red zone and late in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It's all fair. As a golfer for years, I've been hearing PXG say nobody makes golf clubs like they do period. You know what? They're right. I went in for a fitting and saw for myself, went in to swing the PXG Black Ops driver. And let me be honest, I was skeptical. Again, I I loved my old driver. I had uh, another very popular big name brand. I love my driver. But they brought me in to to put it to the test. The PXG driver, it won. It was, I don't know, 7 to 10 yards longer. The dispersion was better. And the fitting experience was legitimately phenomenal. You know, I went in being a skeptic, and I came out being a true believer. It feels like a premium club in your hand, and not just that. The, the ability of, of the actual fitting process blew me away. We went from extra stiff to regular stiff shaft. We tried out different weights on the shaft. We tried different shafts in general. Um, we, we were messing with the weights in the driver going from a 10.5 degree driver down to a 9. As someone who has a high launch angle, who gets a lot of loft and height on their ball, I needed something that was a little lower, so we moved the weights to the front of the club. It, it was such a wonderful experience. I mean, they analyze every little bit of information to get the perfect fitting just for you. Um, again, I was blown away by the PXG Black Ops driver. PXG made me a believer. They'll do the same for every golfer in Kansas City. Visit pxg.com slash arrowhead to schedule your fitting at PXG Kansas City. Uh, That is 7517 West 119th Street in Overland Park. Get fitted for any club and you'll get a dozen golf balls free. That's pxg.com slash arrowhead to schedule your fitting. pxg.com slash arrowhead. Limit one dozen golf balls per person. Promotion ends June 30th. Other terms and conditions may apply. See store for details. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. 
For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Get everything you need to keep your pets happy and healthy at Menards. Feed your canine companion the best with chicken soup for the soul. Their dog food is made with real quality ingredients. It provides well-balanced nutrition for supporting happy, healthy pets. Explore all our pet products in-store and on Menards.com. And check out more of our great deals going on now at Menards. Listen, I'm going to take the 30,000 for a view of this. I think they're fine. Like, I, I really do. They, they were so a bunch of guys. They they made a million mistakes in this game, and they lost by four points with a minute to go. I mean, I got to tell you, if, if the Bills play, like, the same way they just played, i take my chances. I really would. Like, in a playoff game. I, I, I'm i not saying it'd be easy, but I, the Chiefs are going to have a shot to win the game. They are the two best teams in the AFC, probably in the NFL. A, a lot of people went into this game, oh, God, the Bills are going to wipe the floor of them. That didn't happen. They scored 24 points. That yardage scored 24 points. My frustration was in the fourth quarter of the game, you get a, a stop now that gets overlooked. Harris makes a great play, and it turns third and one to fourth and three. They get the pressure. They get off the field. The Chiefs get a field. Now, I will say, and, and I'm going to preface this by saying, the officials in this game were atrocious oh. for both teams. This is not – I'm not blaming the, the loss in the officials. Kelsey should have had first and goal at the six-yard line, but it gets called back. Because his arm's extended, but he didn't really shove the guy. He just put his arm out, but it gets called back. So instead of having what probably is a touchdown, you end up with three points. Then the Chiefs get a break because Chris Jones trips Josh Allen that everyone in the world saw except for the two officials who are just blind. And then you get the ball back. It's 20-17. Like you, so you got the ball. Tie game at midfield, you get three points. Then you get the ball up a field goal with seven to go. You score a touchdown. That game's over. You win. The Chiefs go backwards for a yard and punt the ball. And then you grudgingly give up yardage. You give up a touchdown. You should have 40 more seconds on the clock, but your coach is busy thinking about what he's going to call on the red zone in the next drive and just doesn't call a timeout. And you lose half the clock. And what do you know? The next play, touchdown. Like I, My biggest fear with this team, it's not, it's the same now as it was before this game. It is not their talent. It's not their pass or any of that stuff. Their problem is the guy on the sideline is situationally a disaster in certain games. He is a disaster. It cost them last year in the AFC Championship game when they're down at the goal line, and all they got to do is run the ball. The Bengals can't stop them for all the world to see. They can't doesn't, – it doesn't matter. Calls two plays, and they end up 30 yards backwards, and they got to kick a field goal, and they lose in overtime. This game, I mean, you're running the ball for four yards a clip. They don't run it. He doesn't want to run it. He doesn't want to do it. It's boring. It's not fun. It's not a magic show. They can't figure out how to call timeouts. They blow a timeout in the third quarter. Like that kind of shit loses games against really good teams. I'm not like I don't even think the Chiefs are worse off than the Bills talent wise. I really don't. The Chiefs are fine. The Chiefs' problem is they get out executed in these spots because their coaching staff blows in situational football. I got a couple super chats I want to get to. Uh, our guy Daniel. Appreciate you, man. Uh, the good Smith Schuster showed up. Bolton played great. The bad needed more out of the secondary. Needed more Sky more. Uh, Jesus Perez, um, appreciate you, man. Uh, almost won. The team's still growing on offense and defense, definitely. And then from a uh, uh, DSA, appreciate you as well. 
Andy did the same thing last week, but got bailed out by the Raiders messing up. Yeah. So look, man, when I look at this game, it really was pretty damn even. The quarterbacks threw for about the same amount of yards. Um, you know, they threw like the same amount of touchdowns. If you look at all the other statistics that they each had 10 drives, you know, everything lines up. Uh, Bill's got a few more plays in there, but it comes down to a handful of plays. And then the handful of plays that the Chiefs needed to make in in the witching hour, as they say on the red zone, they didn't make them. And, and that ended up being the difference in this game. Mahomes can't throw that interception. You can't do it. Um, you got to know where you are in the field. I mean, he's like, you know, we're so spoiled. Like, that's what makes him, even the interception in the red zone, right? That's what makes Mahomes Mahomes. Most of the time, he makes some incredible play there and you end up getting a touchdown out of it. He put the ball up pretty high. So, you know, it's like, do you want him to stop taking those chances? No, you don't, because then he wouldn't be Mahomes anymore. But yeah, this is a tough one to swallow if you're a Chiefs fan. It was interesting who he was going to in the fourth when he threw that pick. He was going to Sky Moore. Yeah. And I think the encouraging thing about that is he has faith in Sky Moore. Sky Moore really popped out there. He burned Dane Jackson and racked up some yak. I thought, I thought he looked good. My biggest worry is that Buffalo came out flat. I couldn't believe it. They've been sitting there thinking about this game for nine months and they came out flat. They came out kind of flat. Maybe it was that fumble that kind of threw them off. Yeah. But they came away from their first four possessions with three points. We could probably play this game a hundred times and that might happen like two or three times. So I'm worried that they kind of came in here. Maybe they were too hyped up. They laid an egg and we didn't take advantage of it. Yeah. And I think it also comes down to the running game for the chiefs. I mean, uh, and thank you for the super chat um, bumper. I don't think they, we have enough offensive firepower. I actually think they do. I just don't think they use it. I think they need to find a way to get the ball into the hands of McCole Hardman more. They're trying. They were trying in this game and they did. They need to get Pacheco involved. They need to get Sky more involved. There's a reason you brought these guys in and look, man, you just gotta, it is what it is. The early returns on MVS are terrible. He had three targets tonight, zero receptions, zero yards. This is the guy that got the contract. Juju Smith-Schuster's on a one-year prove-it deal. MVS is going to be around for a little while. I thought he was going to be the, the, the fee, at least the field stretcher for the Chiefs. They're, they rarely even take deep shots to him. Um, so why do you have, why do you, why does Sky Moore have three tar- the same amount of targets as MVS in a game that you've got to win? I, I think at a certain point, as the Chiefs reach the midway point here, and again, as Verter input, they're, they're fine. They're a very good team. You know, we, I feel a hell of a lot better after losing this game to the Bills than I did last year at this time um, when they were getting curb stomped by them. Good point. But as they get to mid, mid, mid-year here with, with a game against San Francisco next week in their bye week, it's, it, 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 the, kids, the kids are all right, okay? Get, get Sky Moore, get Isaiah Pacheco in the game. They're playmakers. There's a reason why they're on the team. MVS is not – he ain't it. You know, a lot of times with rookies, you'll see them pop – after the bye week, that's what happened with the Monroe St. Brown last year in Detroit. And it kind of gives you an extra week, almost like another camp to get these guys up to speed and comfortable. I'd, I'd imagine that after the bye week, we'll see more of him. I hope so. I, I hope mean, so. I just, I gotta be honest. I disagree with all this stuff. Like MVS on going into this game. Do you know how many yards he's on pace for for this season? 878. No, he, he's no, supposed to be I mean, your number one receiver. No, he's not. Juju Smith-Schuster's your number one receiver. Con- they gave him a huge contract. 30 mil. He's signed for yeah. multiple years. Like, this guy is supposed to be going out there and putting up, okay. you know, 80 to 100 MVS yards. Is, every, here, okay, look. MVS's contract 
It's three years and thirty million, right? Everybody's like, "Oh my god, three years, thirty million! It's a huge contract." Hey, like, no, 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 it's, it's not. two years, right? No, it's it's, not, really? it's one year. It's a one year contract. So if you break down his numbers, okay, he's getting paid four point eight million dollars this year against the cap. If they cut him next year, they save seven million bucks. They, they they could cut him tomorrow, and it wouldn't bother them next year. So their number one, first of all, the number one receiver is Travis Kelsey. Their number two receiver is Juju Smith-Schuster who's, by the way, on pace for over 1,000 yards right now. Their number three receiver is MVS, who even after today is on pace for about 800. I mean, look, I get it. Like the guy, It would be a career high for him. He's averaging 43 I, yards a game. I think the issue is I, that, I get that we're a third of the way through the season, and part of his value is the threat of him catching a 70-yard bomb. Right. And he hasn't established that yet. And we're, like I said, a third of the way through the season. We need him to put that on tape. We need that element to our offense. And right now it's missing. I agree. But they also play defenses that, by and large, stay on top of them. Also, like, look, I just, they, they were averaging 32 points a game coming into today. So now they're probably at like 30. Okay? I'm not going to flip my shit because they're averaging 30. I don't care how they do it. I don't care what it looks like. Scored 30 points a game. They're the number one offense in EPA. Like, I'm not going to sit there and worry about whether or not, like, oh, did MBS get, who cares? Are they scoring points? Are they moving the ball? Are they winning football games? The answer is yes in all categories. And they lost today because, in my opinion, they had a couple drives in the fourth quarter where they short-circuited offensively. Now, you could go to Mahomes, you could go to Reed, you could go, you know, whatever you want to say. They were open a lot in this game. Their problem was not getting open. They got open. Now, sometimes there was a stretch I felt like in the third quarter where the Bills kind of clamped down on them. They had to readjust. By and large, they were open in the game. I mean, Mahomes threw for a ton of yardage on a good average. He had the two picks. And those two picks, are you can't make those mistakes. I agree. But bottom line, look, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not, I'm not getting worked up about losing by four points, missing four key defensive players in October. You know what the truth is? I don't give a shit if they see them in Kansas City or Buffalo in January. If they see them again, the Chiefs are going to know that they're in for a game, and so are the Bills. Those two teams are going to know that no matter where it is, as long as those two quarterbacks are there and there's realistic health around them, let's be honest. Look, the other part of this, too, look, look around the league. Who the fuck is beating either one of these two teams in the AFC? Who's doing it? The Ravens just lost to the Giants. Okay, the Bengals needed a freaking fourth quarter miracle to beat Andy Dalton. I mean, who's doing it? The AFC. Nice South- tackling, Honey Badger. Oh, by the way, <laughs> the, the AFC South should be contracted. So who's doing it? Who's going in there and beating either one of these two teams? Nobody. Now listen, it's a bit. I'm not saying the game doesn't matter to Mr. Lewis's point. It's of course it matters. I'm not. The Bills now have a, have a very good shot at the number one seed in the buy. I'm not. That'd be insane. I never said it didn't matter. What I said is I'm not going to overreact to the fact I still think the Chiefs are as good as Buffalo, and I think that if they play them 10 times, they're going to split the games. I do. And if they play them in Buffalo, do I think it makes it a little harder? Yeah. Do I think Mahomes could go up there and throw for 400 yards? Yeah, I do. Just like I think Allen could go to Arrowhead and throw for 400 yards. So I think in the end, they're the two best teams in football, and they're going to say they're going to prove it in January when the fourth weekend in the month they're going to be playing each other. I just can't get that worked up about them losing by four points in a game where they beat themselves repeatedly. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maybe I'm overthinking this, but I had an interesting thought about the game potentially being in Buffalo in the playoffs. The last time the Chiefs played Buffalo in Buffalo, the the elements, the weather played a factor. And I think to some extent, the Chiefs are a little bit more physical. I mean, what if that forces Andy Reid to run a little bit more? That'd be nice. Anytime. Yeah, it would be nice if they ran more, but they they don't they're they're not running well. You know, they 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 averaged three point eight yards per carry in this game. Pacheco looked pretty good though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, they're just a little bit, you know, again, and I said this, they don't just, they don't have an identity yet. They're, 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 they're successfully doing a good job. They're scoring points as Verderham pointed out, but in this game, it was like, well, if it's not Kelsey, who are they going to go to? Hopefully we start seeing more and more consistency out of Juju Smith Schuster, because if he starts playing like this on a game to game basis and becomes that other person that, that Mahomes is going to go to, when, when Kelsey's covered, that's going to help, I think, a lot. Because right now he's, he's scanning the field, which can be good, both good and bad when you got Von Miller coming. I think the other problem here is the pass rush. And I know they get pressure, and they were getting pressure with blitzes, and Spags is good at that. If they're going if, if, if to do something at, at the trade deadline, it has to be a try to get a pass rusher. They need or, somebody, or a tackle. somebody who can get pressure when they're rushing for. Like other than Chris Jones, Karloftis gets in there, but they don't get any sacks. I and, thought Karloftis was invisible tonight. Carlos Dunlap had a few good reps, yeah, but that—that's about it. And I, I think the Chris Jones trip sack deal was kind of a NASCAR package, where they had Karloftis inside, they had Bolton and and uh, Leo Chanel, and I think they kicked Chris Jones outside, if I recall correctly. Interesting look. Yeah, yeah, and it was a good it was a good move by Chris Jones. It's, he's, unfortunately, he's just, he just seems to be the only one. How much lo- easier will his life be if they had some a, a really marquee pass rusher to help him out? And maybe maybe things improve as the season goes on. I think that's and that that's what I think Verderam's getting at here is that if they can stay healthy, you get Trent McDuffie back, you get you get your you know half your secondary back, you get Willie Gay Jr. back, and your rookies continue to gain experience. And that's that's the important thing here. Appreciate you, D man. Uh, thank you, Matt. It's week six. I'm not that mad. Four point. Yeah, it. You know, it's it's not about being mad. I think about the loss. Like we're all annoyed, obviously. But it's looking at this team and saying, what are they right now? What flaws do they have? What can be better? And when I look at the team, it's pass rush. It's pick a fucking running back, 
and it's uh, it, it's you just skill position players. And MVS has got to be better. Tackle play too. Just look, tackle. Just play. execute situationally, and you'll win the fucking game. This isn't hard. Like I, you know what? It's so easy. Like guys, I sit here. I don't know. I can't speak for the one of you guys. I watch every game every week, whether I watch it live or I watch it on Game Pass. Do you know how much better they are than like thirty other teams in the league? I mean, the red zone at noon a day was just brutal. I mean, it was borderline unwatchable. So much better. Oh. Than everybody media. else that they've played. I mean, it's not even close. I got some guy at PFF right now. Like, oh, you know, the Chiefs are a mediocre football team. They're a mediocre football team. I mean, bro, shut the fucking account down. Like, I, I don't have to tell you. Honestly. I mean, they lose by four points in a game that, look, the Bills deserve all the credit in the world. The Chiefs also beat themselves in a lot of ways in the fourth quarter of this game. The Bills, by a mile, are the only other team I'd even put on the Chiefs level. I mean, if you want to throw Philly in there, be my guest. What are we talking about? I mean, by the way, I don't know if you the Chiefs are two and a half points favored in, in San Francisco next week. Like, yeah, they got embarrassed by the Falcons. San Francisco's like a top five team in the league. They just got boat raced by Atlanta. I mean, it just look like this is the kind of stuff. This is where I just I can't get worked up over this. They are going to finish with like 12 or 13 wins. They will win the division. They'll probably be a two seed. They will absolutely kill whoever they play in the first two playoff games. And then they'll go play Buffalo. And at that point, all that matters is how you're playing then, how healthy you are, and how you execute. But to me, like, we can sit here and talk about all this stuff. Do, like, does anybody argue right now the Bills are the best team in football? Probably not, right? Okay. Look how close they were to win the game. I mean, like, they don't need, like, everybody in the chat's like, God, they need an edge rusher. They need a, they. no, they don't. They got to execute, like, four plays better today, and they win that game. And then everybody, the same people are like, Jesus Christ, they're going to win the Super Bowl again. They're fine. Execute a little bit better. Make a few tweaks. They're, they're fine. Like, I, I just, I, I don't know. It wouldn't hurt to make a move, though. Melvin Ingram was a godsend last year at the deadline. Uh, sure. If you can get the right move, sure. I'm not saying, you know, shut your ears, but, like, I'm not going out and trading a first-round pick for Christian McCaffrey. No, but we have you know, more I, draft capital than we can even use next year. So, if the price is right on a veteran. Sure, agreed. I agree with you. But you get these people, like, I get tweeted all the time. Well, should they trade two firsts for Brian Burns? It's like, bro, come like, what? No, they shouldn't. Now, look, if they can go out and they can get you know a real impact player for a second or third round, but a real impact, but fine. But like, don't talk to me about all, you know, if they just get Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson is Walmart Marquez Valdez Scantling. Like, you're not you're not changing the whole dynamic of your team. You want to go get o- Odell Beckham Jr.? Okay, fine. It doesn't cost you anything other than money. That's fine. But like this idea that like, well, if they just go out and they get DJ Moore, DJ Moore is like 172 yards receiving this year. He's not even Hardman. You're gonna run out and go get. I, I just. Well, to be fair, he has a corpse playing quarterback for him. I, I, I mean, get it. Like, you gotta be careful. Like, they bring DJ Moore now. They're just they a 99 them. Rams. Like, yeah. I, I agree with that. They don't need offensive players. They they have. I think they've got plenty of offensive firepower. They've got Sky Moore. They've got Isaiah Pacheco. They drafted these guys. You don't need to. That's what your draft picks were for. You, you drafted these guys. Use them. Defense is what they need. McDuffie is going to make a huge difference. And maybe when McDuffie gets back and that secondary is whole and has a few games under its belt, the sacks start to come because they're getting they're getting better coverage downfield. Quarterbacks have to hold on to the ball a little bit longer. Carl Loftus starts to come into his own. Maybe I'm, I, I really do think this will be a very good defense by the end of the year. But if you can go and get a pass rusher, absolutely do it because you're still in a Super Bowl window. And as we saw in this game, they're good enough to play with the, with, with the other best team in the league. I agree. There's not going to be a wide receiver available. I don't even think DJ Moore is available. That will uh, be a game changer for the Chiefs. And also, you add Robbie Anderson to this room, and now Sky Moore has a harder time getting on the field, and you know you can't develop him. It just doesn't make any sense. I think they need help with their defensive line. Andrew Wiley really isn't cutting it, but 
every offensive line in the league has a weak link. So I, I would tell you, I thought they were fine up front today. Like they, they Mahomes, those sacks were mostly because the, the one by Miller where he spun inside of Wiley, that's on Wiley. He, he did with, the same thing last week. I, I know. He had yeah, held outside right. yep. and he, he, Yep. You know, 100%. all you have to do is make him go outside. hundred percent. He he's gotta know he's got help there. And Crosby beat him on the same spin move. And I agree with you hundred percent. But I also think when you're play, when you're playing that team like that, like their pass rush has been so fierce this year. The Bills did not really get home a ton in that game. I mean, a lot of times when they hit him, it was because Mahomes held the ball for five seconds, six seconds, looking around. I thought he had time. I really did. Like I thought he had time to throw the ball. Now part of that's by design. The Bills dropped seven and, and that's fine. But the Chiefs held up. Like I've seen so many people are like, well, the Browns sucks. He didn't suck today. It's fine. They they he had a nice him. pancake downfield too. He was good, touchdown. man. They held the ball. And if you hold the ball, your your quarterback can take a few hits. And I, I don't I don't blame them. That's fine. To me, again, the way that game shook out, the game comes down to it's a 15-minute game, right? It's 17-17 going to the fourth quarter. The Chiefs defense, to its credit, makes a great stand at midfield. They get off the field. They even give them field position. The Chiefs then get the ball, penalty or no penalty with Kelsey, whatever, okay? They, they get a field goal out of it. They don't get a touchdown. They stall. They have to retrieve three points. Defense comes out again. Chiefs get a big break on a no call with Jones. It may be the cosmic gods had it coming after the last few weeks. No call. Trips Allen, sacks him. Chiefs get the ball back. Seven and a half to go. That is where you have to finish the game. You score a touchdown, it's all she wrote. The Bills are not going to have enough time to win the game. But they didn't do it. And they went three and out, and they went back a yard, and then they punt the ball away. And look, I don't think the defense is terrible on that drive. I would have liked to see Spags be more aggressive, but that's a drive where you have a great offense that needs a touchdown. They made a few plays. Your coach is standing on the sideline thinking about where he's going to go out for dinner after the game. I don't know what he was doing with his timeout. Just standing there, letting 40 seconds click off. Apparently, he didn't think they needed him. And then, yes, Mahomes throws a pick at the end. It's a bad pass. He deserved to get picked. It got picked. Fair enough. But to me, like, it's not like you watched that game like a year ago and just said, holy shit, they're just outclassed. They weren't outclassed in that game. They were fine. Yeah. I mean, I... You know, they they lost the game because they didn't execute offensively in the fourth quarter. I got to tell you, if my biggest concern is about Mahomes not executing in the fourth quarter, I feel fine. I got to take the the one storyline is going to get lost in all this. Their defense, the Chiefs' defense, played really well in this game. Like I know they gave up yardage, but today's NFL against an offense like that, you're going to give up yardage. They gave up 24 points. They got multiple stops in the fourth quarter. They're yeah. doing it with with a fourth and a seventh round rookie. And by the way, the one guy today who should not escape criticism, Juan Thornhill. God Almighty, get in the place you're supposed to be in. I am gonna, I am gonna do a film Friday on him, and it's gonna be a horror flick. Get <laughs> in Halloween. Yeah, it's zone. October, man. I mean, my God, man, over and over and over, he's late to his zone. He's late rotating over. He can't tackle a guy. He was bad runs, last week too. He was bro, atrocious tackling. Lower your Ugh. shoulder and hit somebody. I mean, I know you're a free safety. I don't expect you to tackle like a linebacker, but man, you're on the field. You got to do something. I mean, he just gets – he's all over the place. You've got to, you've got to be better. And i got to be honest, if he's not going to be better, then put Cook or Bush out there and sit him. Like, everybody last year, including myself, sat here and said, my God, how could he not play? Sorensen's terrible. And I'm not saying they shouldn't have played Thornhill over Sorensen. But th- you want to know why? Go watch the game film this week. This is why. Because he's late everywhere he's supposed to be. That's why. That's why. That's why Bags last year was like, I'm not going to play you – because you're uns- you're unsound fundamentally. And you saw it. I mean, look, I'm not even saying he's going to get there. That pass at the end of the second quarter for the touchdown. 
Like your only job in that play is not to let it get behind you from the hash to the to the boundary. He's not even in the picture. Like, and everybody's going to kill Joshua Williams. Joshua Williams is a rookie who actually had decent coverage. Like, your safety needs to be there. You've got to squeeze that down, especially when you know they got 22 seconds left, and if they complete a pass for 10 yards and bounds, who cares? I mean, that's the kind of stuff. But see, this is the detailed stuff that that count that people will gloss over and go, well, you know, Mahomes to a pick. Yeah, sure. They're not even to that point if one Thornhill could execute anything 10 times a game. They're not to that point if they get a better four-man rush at times, right? Like, there's so many things to go into it, and yet, if the offense executes with Mahomes on one of two drives in the fourth quarter, they win. They also had the chance to go 14-3 in the first half. They did, and they didn't do it. Yeah, they didn't execute at times. Uh, some business to get to. Uh, appreciate uh, all the super chats that have come in and that we're way behind on, so I apologize for that. To Burnett Music Foundation, appreciate the super chat. To Mark Long, great work, boys. Appreciate you, man. To Nate S. said, this game was frustrating. A lot of season left. Chiefs have shown that they're a much different team in January. No need to panic. These are the two best teams. Absolutely agree. Our guy, Axon Jackson, the friendliest Bills fan uh, this side of Buffalo. Yes. A good game to you guys. Had my heart racing like crazy for the first time this season. Hope uh, to see you guys again in January, hopefully in Buffalo finally. Appreciate you, Axon Jackson. Uh, congratulations on the win. Great team. You're going to have a lot of fun watching them. We know the rest of the season. Uh, to Bumpa uh, underscore BB, I feel like our tackles held up pretty well. Uh, Verderam agrees with you. Uh, and our guy, Shane Falco, uh, Hill leaving and Vaughn on the Bills had an immediate shift in firepower this year. Doesn't mean uh, it won't pay off long term if we don't if we draft well and Vaughn gets older this year to the setup, the next five, we're still elite. Yeah, look, it's a long game for the Chiefs. But as River Ranch pointed out multiple times in this podcast, they're right there. I got one more piece of business to get to. Have to do it. Um, if you guys want to support this podcast, there's a lot of different things that you can do. You can hit the thumbs up button right now on YouTube. That'll get more people in here watching. You can subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or you can take advantage of our really incredible deal that we have right now going uh, with a sports book. It's FanDuel. Uh, we got a great FanDuel promo code. Um, if you bet five, you get $150 in free bets plus a three-month subscription to NBA League Pass when you use the code Arrowhead. You can go there right now. If you've never deposited in FanDuel before, you get that $150 free bet and three months of NBA League Pass just by using the code Arrowhead. You'll receive an email with instructions to claim that uh, within 24 hours. Um, I've got to read these phone numbers because they make me do it. New customers only, 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 5 3342 in Arizona, 1-88-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY in New York, or you can text HOPE-NY to 4673699. And 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Can you believe that? Can you believe I, I could have taken a nap during that. It, I, it's, it's insane. It's What's insane. the number for Kentucky? Uh, what's that? What's the phone number for Kentucky? What if those I, don't people see, like I don't see Kentucky on here. Unbelievable. Sure, people, the fine people of Louisville. <laughs> but that's a great deal. Like, that's a great deal. Three The three months of NBA League Pass alone – 
uh, is great. And of course, you get that that $150 free bet. And all you got to do is deposit 10 bucks and bet $5. And then you're supporting us because they they like it when we send them people to bet to the sports book. So uh, and appreciate we got a new member out there. I don't know who it is, uh, but I, I saw it and welcome. Um, if you like this podcast, and you want to become a member, consider checking out the link in the description. And it's a great way to support us. Oh, it's Doug. Doug Foyle. Welcome, Doug. I'll see you in the Discord, buddy. Okay. So let's talk about some pot. A lot of negatives. We're frustrated about the pass rush. Things didn't go well. They didn't execute. Mahomes, you know, he'll take accountability. What are some good things that you saw in this game? What are some silver linings? Let's start with you, Adam. I thought Juju Smith-Schuster, last week he kind of looked slow and banged up. He looked really athletic out there. He was holding on the ball, making yak happen. Kind of looked like 2018 Juju a little bit. And that was exciting to see. If he can play like that consistently, that's going to help Kelsey. That's going to help everybody out. He kind of gives us, he's not really the number one, like Ferd Ram said, but he kind of gives us that, that number one receiving option. So that would have been my first one. Uh, my second one, I just think Sneed and, and Bolton are awesome. Yeah. The, the tackling and, and their instinct, they're, they're terrific ball players. They have a, a nose for the ball, and sometimes that gets missed. Yeah, Nick Bolton, 13 tackles in this game, two tackles for a loss. Legereus need eight total tackles. Um, he also had a tackle for a loss. I, we got to talk about Darius Harris, too, with a, a crucial uh, uh, pass defended, uh, had a tackle for a loss. The dude just keeps making plays. When Willie Gay gets back, Darius Harris has to continue to be rotated in. Um, the dude's just a gamer. He makes plays for this team. So on the defensive side, I mean, and it is a good point. At the end of the game, they had DiCaprio Boodle in there, who is a practice squad guy and shouldn't be on the field. He's not ready to be on an NFL field. Did you hear Romo make that Titanic joke? I did. I did. <laughs> great, great reference for the pop culture aficionados out there. But I mean, this just kind of tells you a little bit about the, the, the two teams that you saw on the field in this game. This Chiefs team, if they play again in January, if everyone stays healthy, is going to look a lot different, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So we really don't know how, how these two teams will match up with Willie Gay Jr. out there, with Trent McDuffie out there. I, I can answer. They're going to match up fine. They're going to match up fine. They're Trey White really... will also be back, though. Um, yeah, sure. Worth mentioning. Yeah, of course. Thing. Of course. And Cook will be back, and Fenton will be back, and McDuffie will be back, and Gay will be And guess what? Other guys will be out. And that's, that's reality in the NFL. Other guys will be out. Other guys will be beat up and hurt. And you know what? When these two teams play each other again, it's going to be another really good game. Like, that's just that's what it's going to be. And I, sometimes, like, look, I grew up in the 90s when the 49ers and the Cowboys were so good that every year you pretty much know, like, those teams, it's going to be those teams. And whoever wins a game is going to go curb stomp somebody in the AFC. And that's it. They win super – like, and I got to tell you right now – Like the Chargers? Yes. One of these two teams is going to go to the Super Bowl – and they're going to kill whoever they play in the NFC. And that includes Philly. I, I think Philly's a good team. Jalen Hurts isn't beating either one of these We'll guys. see how good they are tonight, I guess. I, I think Philly's good. I think Philly's very good. But like, I just, I don't think Philly's at the, on this level yet. I mean, these two teams are on a whole nother level of play. And I, I get it. You know, it's easy to sit here and be like, well, they lost. Okay, but, okay, yeah, they did. But at the same point, like, it wasn't like you watched that game one. Oh, my God. I and mean, what are they going to do? Like, they were right there. They, they, they didn't execute a few plays. They took a few penalties that hurt them. But, I, I mean, I, I didn't walk away from that going, oh, my God. You know, the Bills. You know, it would have been different for me, even though the record would be the same. If the Bills had beaten them, like, 42 to 17, and you were just like, yeah, they got no answers. They, they had plenty of answers. Like, they, they were fine. They, they, they did not execute on a couple of drives in the fourth quarter. And again, I'm going to say this again. 
if their biggest problem is Patrick Mahomes didn't execute in the fourth quarter, I feel fine. Because if that's your big issue, that's not an issue. That's a one-off deal. And you know what? Like, fine. He didn't. You want to take – I tell you right now, if they play him again, I'd be willing to bet on, on 15 to go out and execute the way he needs to execute. So, yeah, the Bills are a really good team. They won. Give them all the credit in the world. And you know what? Now, if you're the Chiefs, you go out. You'll play a Niners team that's beat up to all hell. You got a bye week after that. Go beat the Niners. And then you come out of your bye with home games against the Titans and the Jags. Get yourselves to 7-2. and two. And, you know, and by the way, you don't know what's going to happen. Like last year, the Chiefs lost to the Bills. They were two games back with a breaker. And everybody's like, oh, my God. They're going to beat them out anyway. You don't know. Like, look, I'm not rooting it for the guy, of course. What if Josh Allen has a high ankle sprain and he misses a month? You know, I mean, things happen. They say, unfortunately, happened to Mahomes, right? Like, you just keep playing. They're a really good team. They'll be fine. They're, they'll be fine. and they But they do need to get better at certain things. I'm not saying they should just throw it in cruise control. But if they didn't get any better at anything, they're the second best team in football and maybe the best team if they play their best on a given. Let's talk a little bit about the special teams in this game. I think that was another, by and large, bright spot. Uh, obviously, you had a miss from Harrison Butker, who's just coming back from that injury, but had the hell of a make, 62-yard field goal, career long for him. Into the wind. Yeah, into the wind. And then, you, and then you've got um, Tommy Townsend, man, has been really good this year. Another one inside the 23 kicks for uh, 173 yards to average 57 yards a kick. Um, had a 60-yarder. He's been absolutely fantastic. That's the good on the on the special teams. And by the way, had the Chiefs missed a, missed a kick in every single game this season? Yes. I'm pretty sure they have. Yeah, which is, I mean, just think about that. How many points have they, because of the injury and everything else, might not be that way the second half of the year if Bucker's back and healthy. Yeah, you'd really like to have that Colts game right now. Yes. Yeah, right. You would. Can we talk about Dave Tobe, who I love, but the obsession with bringing the ball out? It, Just take it at on, the 25. On, on kickoffs? They're basically uh. making – here's the thing. If they had like Tyreek Hill back there or something, right, where they had somebody that electric that, that was so fast he could get to the 25 no matter what anyway, fine, right? I Dante Hall. Right. The, the, the kick returners the Chiefs have – Pacheco's really fast, but he's not a good kick returner right now. Neither is Sky Moore. But like when they're bringing it out of that end zone, they're, they're starting drives at the 16, at the 20. It's like they're basically making Patrick Mahomes in the offense get an extra first down every drive that somebody kicks off. Can, I, uh, can I defend the returners? Uh, can, can anyone block one fucking guy before the 10-yard line? Sure. Everyone? Yeah, that's I fair. mean, I'm not like – I agree with you, by the way. I think they should just take touchbacks. I'm not arguing that. Can anyone ever block – I mean, how many times does a guy seriously for the Chiefs get hit at the nine-yard line or have to make a guy miss? It's crazy. Now, I agree with you. Like, if I'm the Chiefs, I'm I'm absolutely sitting back and saying, take the touchback, go from there. But, I, you know, I, I agree. Like, they they are a great coverage team. The Chiefs are a phenomenal cover team. But they're they're terrible at when it comes down to certain other things. I mean, it, they can't return kickoffs. They're, they're a pretty good punt return team. But they're a lousy kick return team. But again, you know what I think? I really think right now it's it's a team that needs to tighten up in a few areas. I think they'd like to get a better four man rush. That's been an issue. Call off to say draft them first. Like you got to play better, man. You get home. You got to get sacks. Frank Clark, like I mean, he was okay today. Made some play, like not enough of them. They get good interior pressure because Jones is a monster. But their their edge rush stinks. Could have used Wharton today, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I think when when McDuffie's back, I actually think their secondary is really good. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I'd, I'd sit Thornhill down. I will. I, I just can't take over and over and over. I mean, bro, it's just enough already. My guy's been in the system for four years. Like, you don't know how to play cover two? It's insane. 
Like I just I've never seen a guy who's more lost in space. You know, it's 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 like my mother trying to navigate New York City. I, it's, just, it's a disaster. I just need to pull the car over and call the police and get her some. It's just like bro, it's not that hard. Like these are the easiest calls in the world for a secondary to execute. What are you doing? But I got to offensively. I think as long like the tackles, if they hold up the way they held up today, they're fine. They're going to score a ton of points on offense. You don't think Von Miller was the difference down the stretch? I do. I kind of feel like he was. I do, but I I think a lot of that was they held the ball. Like I do think that. Um, I even you can't give that. Von Miller five seconds. Right. Like, but right. Exactly. Like I I actually thought the Chiefs blocked him. Look, other than the one time when when he spun inside and he you know other than that. I thought the Chiefs blocked him fine in the game. I mean, you you got to you've got to get rid of the football. Like that is one thing with Mahomes' lesson. You got to live with it because when he sometimes he'll do that stuff and the Smith Schuster touchdown happens. Okay, but there are times with him where you're just like Pat, man. You've got to get rid of it, and he'll just he won't he won't he won't he won't, and then he'll fire it late. And listen, eight times out of ten with him, it works out to be a great play. So you live with that. Sometimes it happens. But Miller was the difference at the end. But I also in the same breath thought they did. They did fine up front. They they just they held on to the ball a little bit too long, and yeah, that happens. In terms of the pass rush, Buffalo lost the starting tackle. So that's a little alarming that they lost the starting tackle and we still couldn't generate pressure with four. They can't. They can't do it. Right now, right now, they can't they can't no, they, get pressure. They, stink. they, yeah. they absolutely stink unless they bludge. Yeah. Uh, a few more super chats to get to. I don't think I got Gary Godshaw. I'm not sure we're gonna match up so well in Buffalo. It could be. I think they'll be all right. Hopefully it'll still be in Kansas City. Uh, Sloth Style gives a shout out to uh, our, our producer Richard. Great job keeping the bots in check, Richard. And thanks for the pin message. LOL. And then this one, uh, G'day. Uh, you did you didn't have a name, so you're just YouTube user. But the super chat. Hey guys, uh, donating from Australia. Became an NFL and Chiefs fan back in 2017. That was a very wise time to become a Chiefs fan. Good timing. Learning a lot about the game. Stiff loss tonight. Love the podcast. Appreciate you, whoever you are. It's really awesome to hear about new chiefs fans like especially adults um i don't know if you're an adult but like it's it's just cool it's really rad especially all over the world you know you get get a little taste of uh, american football and of course the great patrick mahomes we're we're happy to have you in the kingdom all right so let's give away some arrowheads i know they lost but i think it was a really it was a good showing for them by and large as we mentioned based on uh the, the opponent here so we'll start with you adam who gets who gets an arrowhead from you showed up tonight. I'm going to go with Juju Smith-Schuster. That's a good one. I thought he gave the performance we needed from him to win the game. Anytime we get 100 yards from him, we should win that game, I think. Yeah. Especially when Kelsey's going off. Five targets. You have that kind of, that tandem. Yeah. Five targets, five receptions for Juju. So he caught them all and turned them into, you know, a 42-yard catch and run, 113 yards, 22 average. My runner-up is probably Harris for a backup to kind of impose his will in big moments like he did. That was an incredible play, stopping Singletary on third down. Yeah, he's been a pickup. He's been a pickup for them. Verderam? Kelsey, another huge game. Eight catches, 108 yards. Didn't have a touchdown. But I thought, you know, by by the way, we didn't mention this earlier, not to keep piling on this stuff. Situational football, first drive of the game. They had a touchdown, called back. Then he throws pick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. all that stuff always gets forgotten, but if you really want to analyze these games, like you can't forget this. Like it's, I mean, they were they were inches from winning this game a hundred times. But anyway, that, that's my point uh, about them being fine. I'll say Kelsey. Uh, I thought he played really well. 
Uh, 100 and, 108 yards. Let us know in the chat who gets your arrowhead. Uh, Timo says Townsend. That's a good one. Um, uh, Raven187, uh, as a Bills fan, Bolden. Shout out, Raven. Congrats on the win, man. Appreciate you checking out the stream. Yeah, glad, glad other other teams' fans are starting to know about Nick Bolton. It's not a glamour position, but he's just really tremendous. Uh, Wesley says Bolden. John says uh, Arrowhead, Bolton, and Kelsey. Yeah, the crowd was great tonight. Uh, for, helped uh, helped to get a false start down there when the Bills are backed up. Um, Sloss Style says Nick Lowry deserves an Arrowhead. He put up with Sterling all game. Yeah, our guy Sterling's not here tonight. He was hanging out with Nick Lowry, you know, just casually like you do, watching the game with Nick Lowry in a, in a private box somewhere. I'm sure he's, he's drinking champagne. Uh, he's going to come back. He'll have that ascot finally. The Dirk Man says Juju. Nate S says Bolton, Juju. Uh, Jesus says Juju. Rob Thomas says, "Oops, Mahomes." Maybe that was maybe that was something else he was saying. Um, Lucas says, "I saw Rob Thomas." Of- isn't that the lead singer from Matchbox Matchbox Twenty? It is. It is. Rob. Uh, yeah. The, I, I. I. Big Chiefs fan is Rob Thomas. Another famous fan. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, Lucas says, "I saw Ro- Romo mention it on the second to last play. If Hardman runs flat instead of going downfield, it's probably a completion. No yeah. feel for the game, that guy. Yeah, just." They have a tough time getting on the same page sometimes. Chad says Tommy. Jeremy says Tommy. The Sea Dragon says these bad reads from Mahomes against the shell coverage defense have to stop. I mean, look, he made some mistakes tonight. Shout out to Ryan for the super chat. Juju gets my arrowhead. Appreciate you, brother. Mahomes threw for 338 yards tonight. He averaged 8.5 yards. Through two touchdowns. Yeah, he, he he didn't play up to his standards tonight. And his standards are absurdly high. And the other guy played up to his standards and 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 he was able to get the win. But it was, as we mentioned in this podcast multiple times, as a handful of plays. As a handful of plays in this game, the Chiefs are right there. These Allen the wasn't perfect either. He had a bad fumble. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was pretty close to perfect, but he had his moments. The pressure got to him early in the game, right? He, he, uh, there was, I think there was at least once where he threw the ball where he probably didn't need to. Um, so, you know, it, it's, uh, it is a chess match early on. Um, as I know, Verderam scanning Twitter. Any news out there in the Twitter verse, Verderam? No, not really. Uh, I was just saying, no injuries for the Chiefs. Uh, Justin Reed, according to Valhe Gregorian, said, We will be seeing the Bills again. We already know it. Yeah, no, nothing. Mark Hughes says, How about the hurdle? That was hell of a play by, by Josh Allen. Did he really have to do that again? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I know it sounds weird. It's like I'm always the one who's going to scream and yell if they lose. I, I got to tell you, like, I. I feel fine. Like I really do. I know they lost and that's disappointing. I'm like, yeah, they're probably going to play a game in Buffalo, but all right. I mean, if they have to, so be it. It's not like there's a warm weather team that can't go up there. I mean, I'm not worried about that. If it's windy, it's not like they don't have a quarterback can't throw through the wind. So, okay, that's fine. I mean, I, I prefer it to be an arrowhead, of course. I'm not, not saying it, that that's not true, but I, I don't know, man. I feel like this is going to be one of these like skies falling weeks with Chiefs fans, and it's just stupid to feel that way. Like, it's just, it just is. Like, they're, they're fine. They're four and two. They, I don't want to say beat themselves because the Bills deserve a lot of credit, but like, they contributed to their loss with a bunch of their own errors in this game. They're fine. I, you know, I expect them, look, go out next week. You're playing a Niners team that you should beat. I respect the Niners. The Niners are beat up to all hell. They're missing a million guys. Go in that game, get yourselves to five and two. Get a bye week. And then, you know what, after the bye week, who who do you think honestly is beating the Chiefs after that bye week? I mean, they, the Chargers on the road is not an easy game, and the Bengals on the road isn't an easy game. The Rams look like shit. The Rams are awful. Seattle's, Their line is like, terrible. Seattle's okay, but they're not, they shouldn't be the Chiefs on Christmas Eve at Arrowhead. Denver is awful. The Raiders, they play in week 18. The Raiders probably be out of the playoffs at that point. Then you've got Houston, Jacksonville, Tennessee, 
I mean, the Chiefs at a minimum after the bye week should go eight and two. So like, look, they're they could run the table again. They've done it before. They could. I mean, I, you're asking a ton, but yeah, they could. let's put it this way. It's possible. Outside of the Chargers and the Bengals, and maybe they're they're definite favorites in every game, and they might even be favored in those games. They're definitely favored everywhere else. So yeah, I mean, you could look in their next eleven games, the last eleven games, you could make a case to go ten and one or nine and two or something. And like, let's say they go nine and two. Okay, I mean, you're gonna get really upset about doing thirteen and four against a schedule that everybody at the beginning of the year was like, oh my god, you know, look at how hard their schedule. Is. There were people picking this team to finish last in the division. They'll be, they'll be fine. They got to execute a few things, and they do have to get better in a certain few areas. And you know what? That's true of every team. So let me ask you, with 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 San Francisco next week. If you're the Chiefs, do you consider letting Trent McDuffie rest for that game? Not if he's healthy. Because you got the bye week on the other side of it. I mean, if it's close. No. If, it, if, he, if he's not healthy, I'd tell him. If he's healthy, I'd play him. Paid to play. I will tell you, I think it's important they're getting Willie Gay back next week. Let me tell you something right now about the Niners. Their ass is coming downhill. Yep. That team is going to put use check in the backfield, and they are going to run and run. And if the Chiefs aren't ready for that, they're going to get their asses handed to them. They are going to run that ball. They play action, yeah. They're gonna try to get Kittle behind the receivers, that, or the linebackers. Excuse me. That's how they're gonna play. Now, the flip side of that is, look, the Niners defensively are a great team when they're healthy. They are a mash unit. I mean, they are missing Ward left today with it with a groin injury. McGlinchey left their right tackle. He left with a calf injury. Neither one was able to return. Like, and if you get up on them, they can't play from behind. No, they, we saw they that have today. To, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. They they are in deep trouble in that case. So. If you're the Chiefs, like you got to win that game. I'm not saying you got to blow them out, but like, you got to win that game. And then if you go to the bye and you're five and two, like look, fine. Then, then go win eight or nine in your last ten games. Let's fit. They should do. And if they do that, maybe you're even the one seed, and maybe you're not. Maybe you're the two seed, and you get some team you ought to kill. And then you know what? You go to the divisionals, and it's a fucking round robin for two games. And if you got to go, if you got to win and then go to Buffalo, all right, fine. I'll tell you right now. If you're, I mean, as a Chiefs fan, would you not sign for that? To go to the AFC Championship game, you got to win one guy. I don't care where the hell they're playing that game. I mean, I'd rather it be in Kansas City, but it's not like going up there. I feel like, oh my God, I like, can't win the game. Go win the game. Go up there and win. Go up and beat them. The, the Chiefs lost twice. I don't know if the Bills at Arrowhead. I mean, the Bills can do it. It's not like it's a huge, oh my God thing. You're not going to play them on Mars. Like, go up there and beat them. I'll tell you this, too. You know, the Bills, when you look at the rest of their schedule, you know, they're, they're going on their bye, and then they got to play Green Bay. Who just had a bad loss, but it's Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay stinks. Right. Then oh, they get the, they get the they're Jets, atrocious. You know Minnesota, Cleveland, Detroit, but then they play New England, who is kind of tough. You know, you're going up against Belichick. They don't have a quarterback really, but they have the they have their way of. Uh, of I will not tolerate Bailey Zappi. Is that even his name? Yeah, right. slander on this podcast. Yeah. They still have two games. They still have two games against New England, right? And their last two games of the season at Cincinnati and then home against New England. And that is that is not how I'd want to end my season if I'm Buffalo, especially if I'm on a run and I'm you know I'm, I'm a game up with uh you know with two to play because the Bengals you know they're dangerous. They haven't played well this year. They finally got Jamar Chase going today, and then you got a you got a divisional opponent there that last week of the season. And whether the whether New England's still in the playoff hunt or not at that point, you know there's nothing Belichick would love more than to knock off the Bills in that last game of the season uh, and cost them the one seed. So the, I think this idea that the Bills, because they won this game, have it locked up. Remember, they lost to Jacksonville last year. So anything can happen. There's a ton of football left to play. Uh, and if you're a Chiefs fan, you should be frustrated, but feeling pretty good about about where this team is at right now on this point in the season. By the I'm way, with Matt. I'm not that down. They're fine. 
I mean, as a Chiefs fan, we're always confident because we have number 15 back there. But there was part of me, there was part of me that thought, can we actually beat these guys without Tyree Kill? And now we know we can. So that should give everybody confidence. We're going to have to listen to Buffalo fans talk their shit. We're going to have to listen to the nonsense on, on ESPN all week. Just tune it out. This team's going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Look, I got to tell you, this is any Bills fan here, don't take this the way it's not meant to be. Let's be honest. If you're a Chiefs fan, and I can tell you right now, if you're in the building quietly, I think you're walking away from this game going, you know what? We're not in bad shape. Like, we're, we're basically a brand new team in a lot of ways, a lot of moving parts. The Bills are the team they've been for years, and they added Von Miller to it. The Bills are supposed to go in and win this game. They were favored. The Bills are the team that everybody's like, oh, I'll tell you what, the Bills might really put it on them. They didn't. They didn't. They needed the Chiefs to malfunction. They, now, give the Bills credit. They stopped them. I'm not thinking, that's where I'm saying don't take it the wrong way. The Bills did the job. They stopped them. Credit to them. But my point is, if you're if you're Brett Veach, I got to tell you, I think in a, in a quiet moment tonight, you're probably thinking to yourself like, okay, we didn't play that well. And we lost by four points against a team that everybody in the world thinks is the best team in the league and nobody could stop them. And we stopped them. Like We, we scared 24 points. And one of the and one of those touchdowns was on a ridiculous drive at the end of the half. That again, credit to the Bills, but I mean the Chiefs, it's a disaster. And I think if you're Mahomes, you're sitting there going, "Man, I could play a hell of a lot better than that. Hell of a lot better than that." And we basically two touchdowns wiped away with penalties. One that was wiped away with a penalty, and another one with Kelsey down to the six. Right? Like if I'm the Chiefs, I'm sitting there thinking, "Okay, it's not bad." Like I'm not, I'm feeling a hell of a lot worse a year ago when they were getting boat raced by the Bills and the Titans. You're like, "Oh my God, they don't even belong on the field with these teams." like that at all right now. I mean, Kansas These City's two teams fine. are a coin flip, right? It's that's fine. the way you feel. Yes. I mean, I, I just uh, – results drive narratives, and that's fine, right? Like I always say, like you win or you lose, and that's fine. The Bills deserve all their flowers. They won the game. Give them the credit. But I'm telling you right now, the two teams that walked off the field, those two teams know damn well that if they see each other again, that is going to be a brawl for 60 minutes. Yeah. And when they see each other again, if they do, that's the game where it matters who wins. This game matters. Like it gives the Bills a huge leg up, but this game doesn't end anybody's season. The next one, if they see each other, will. So credit the Bills a hundred percent. They played great. They deserve to win. But I have you the Chiefs. I'll tell you, I'm not upset about the way that game went. Other than I think we like to execute better. But I, I don't feel like they're outclassed by any stretch of the imagination. I don't, and I don't think they will be when they see him in January either. If you're Buffalo, don't you feel like you've won two of the last three, and you were 13 seconds away? from winning three of the last three. Yep. You're pretty confident about, about this matchup at this point, I think. You are, but I'd also say you didn't win the game that mattered. Like I just said, I think narratives are driven by, by result. And while I think sometimes that's unfair, I also think like, look, you didn't win that game because you didn't execute in that game at the end. This game, the Chiefs did not execute the way they needed to at the end of the football game. And they lost because of it. But I don't think either, like the, in the last two games that these teams have played, these, nobody's outplayed the other team. It's been very, very even all the way through. And I think when they see each other, if they do in January, yep, it's going to be really even again. And it's going to come down to three or four plays and one drive and who makes a play and that's it. And if you're the Chiefs, like, okay, that's fine. Even that game last October, the Chiefs had a chance. Frank Clark got that bad roughing the passer call. But there was a moment there. I was at that game. I thought they had a chance to come back. They were, they were still in it. The final score looks bad. Well, but I mean, these games got, are always close. They turned the ball over four times in that game. And they, they didn't execute. And, they, and the, the Bills did. I mean, look, again, 
There was the pick six. Yeah, went right through Hill's hands. It gets picked off. Like, the Bills should feel really good about themselves. But so should the Chiefs. Like, it's not like you walk away from this going, oh, my God. I mean, they are clearly the two best teams, at least in the AFC. And, yeah, anything can happen. Look, one of these teams could get picked off in a playoff game or an unfortunate you know, a few injuries could really derail one of these teams. If these teams are healthy and they play their capabilities, they're going to be in the Asia Championship game. And they're going to play each other. And if, whether it's in Buffalo or Kansas City, it'd probably be Buffalo. Okay. I mean, all right. So what? Like, I, I mean, it's, it's an advantage for Buffalo, but it's not like it's some over, like, overwhelming thing that they couldn't possibly go up there and win the game. You know, like, both fan bases can say whatever they want. If these two teams see each other and they're healthy in January, both team, both fan bases are going to be shitting their pants for that game. I mean, let's let's just be honest, right? I mean, everybody watching that game is going to need the pens in that game. <laughs> so, like, 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 all this, all the bullshit. Oh, yeah, this team sucks. That team sucks. You guys suck. But bullshit. When these two teams play each other, if it's in January and it's for the Super Bowl, everybody's going to be having a stroke in both fan bases because they're going to know it's going to come down to three or four or five plays. And if your team's on the wrong side of those plays, you go home. That's how good these teams are. That's how close they are. Yeah, I would say the game lived up to its billing, right? It was supposed to be a good game, a hard-fought game. It was. Chiefs didn't come out on top in this one. Listen, if you're a Chiefs, if you're a Buffalo fan out there watching this broadcast, hats off to you. Congratulations. Uh, if you're a Chiefs fan, my advice to you is to start drinking heavily. If you don't drink, my second piece of advice to you is this week, don't watch ESPN. Don't watch any of the national media stuff. It's just going to annoy you. It's just going to put you in a bad mood. They're going to be out there being all bombastic, saying Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the NFL. And you're just going to get mad. Here's what you need to do. Read arrowheadaddict.com every day. That, that's going to get you your nice biased Chiefs news. And watch the Arrowhead Addict podcast. All right? Just live on this YouTube channel. You're going to be getting sane, rational after this broadcast. Thoughts on the Chiefs. For the rest of the week, next week, Verderam will be back on Monday. He'll be doing a mailbag on Tuesday. Sterling and Matt Connor will be here. They'll break down some more of this win and start looking ahead to San Francisco. Sterling and, and Adam will be there on Wednesday, and Verderam and I will preview things on Thursday. That's that's because I, I I feel I know how you guys feel, and I feel that way too after a loss. I don't want to fucking read anything about the NFL. I don't want to watch anything. It just pisses me off. I just get annoyed. So I'm not going to do that. But we're here for you. You can still get your Chiefs fix. You can still get your content. Just watch the Airhead Attic podcast. We're going to get out of here. Um, you guys have been absolutely awesome, especially after a loss. I know it's frustrating. Shout out to all the Bills fans who who came in and the ones that were cool. Um, the hell with the trolls. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. If you want to do a, a, a solid on your way out, hit that thumbs up button, like this video so we can get more subscribers. If you're interested in becoming a member of the Airhead Attic podcast, if you want to commiserate with us in our private members only discord check out the link in the description and consider becoming a member and of course i mentioned it one more time if you want to bet on the sunday night football game tonight you know a monday night football head over to FanDuel. use the code arrowhead you'll get three months free of nba league pass it's an absolutely awesome deal and, and don't bet no no don't don't bet on the broncos don't lose money betting on the chiefs like i did tonight but um you know bet five dollars and you'll get 150 dollars in free bets plus three months of nba league pass and all you gotta do is put in the code arrowhead and frankly even if you don't like to gamble if you just do this this once it'll really help us out all right everybody we gotta get out of here uh, i'm gonna go watch and see if i can the guardians can knock off the uh the evil empire here oh please do it yeah please do it um for every baseball fan outside of uh, of new york 
Go Guardians. All right, everybody, thank you so much for your support. For Adam Best, for Matt Verderam, for Matt Connor from the pregame show, for Sterling Holmes, and uh, for our producer, Richard, thank you so much for your support. We'll see you on Tuesday, but until then, go Chiefs. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get everything for your next roofing project at Menards. Your roof is the first line of defense against the elements. Owens Corning Shingles are designed to offer long-lasting performance while providing ultimate protection. They have a limited lifetime warranty and up to a 130-mile-per-hour wind warranty. Choose from over 40 options designed to protect your home for years to come. Save big on Shingles at Menards. And don't forget to check out our weekly ad on Menards.com. Save big.